Father, for everything you do, Father, your love, your mercy, your grace. You deserve all the praise, Lord, and the honor. We're thankful, Lord, for this place that you've given us, Lord, this home that we have. All my brothers and sisters here, Lord. Father, I ask right now in your presence, Lord, that you just start to prepare your church. Uh, Father, right now for your word, your precious word. I also ask, Lord, that you just continue to bless this ministry, bless the tithes and the offerings, those that gave, Father. Continue to help them and guide them in their lives, Lord removing the enemy from their lives. We're thankful, Lord, for this place, Lord. We're thankful for the community. We ask, Lord, that your presence now guide us through your word. And we ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless y'all. God bless the band. Uh, Gabby, is there any updates that need to be said for next week? I know it's next week at 3 p.m. So get with Gabby if anybody has questions. Right, Gabby, and you and you, you and Felicity? If you guys, if additional people want to help out or anything like that that they might need, I know they're working through all the details, but we're looking forward to next week. So God bless y'all uh, for that. Let's keep on praying. Amen, brothers and sisters. Also, God bless the uh, kids class uh, this uh, um, morning. Amen. And y'all may be seated. Praise the Lord. God is good. El Señor es bueno, hermanos. A veces lo necesitamos a decir muchas veces para... Sometimes we got to say, God is good, God is good, God is good. Like I told you, God is good, God is good, God is good. God is good, God, you are good. God, you are holy. If you can't say it, it could be because you're, you know, you haven't experienced it or you don't know him yet. But God is good. God is faithful. Amen. Praise God. So, um, but God bless everyone and uh, praying that everyone has uh, had a blessed week. Well, we're here, amen? We're here to hear God's word. Um, and uh, there's a word yesterday um, with my brother, uh, Servando, that we uh, had on radio. And I really like this word. I think it's a, a word, reverence. You know, some of us don't know, uh, young people don't know what reverence means. Unfortunately, a lot of young people don't know what it is to revere something, to honor something, to respect something. And that's why there's struggles. That's why there's a void. That's why there's a thirst. That's why there's a hunger for a lot of people. Because the years pass by and you have nothing that you've respected, nothing that you've honored. But the Word of God deserves that. You think about how precious the Word of God is. All these years, 2,000 plus years, and it still can tell you who you are. Even though technology Technology's changed. Things have changed. Uh, we're in different, you know, we're, we're now driving to places instead of walking. Even though it says, oh, that's old school. That doesn't make no sense. It could still read you. Amen. It could still tell you what's wrong with you. It's a holy thing, God's word. Amen, amen. But sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we get distracted. Sometimes things pull us away from how powerful this is. Sometimes life does that, and it's the majority of the thing that does it is life. But we're here with the Word of God today because God wants us to eliminate these distractions. God wants us to put what deserves reverence, what needs to be revered, back in line with us. So praise the Lord for that, and and God bless y'all. God bless y'all. It's a... Uh, you know, uh, the word's been good these last 
you know, services, brothers and sisters. God's aligning everything up. And now we want to get to a place where we can start to understand because it gets a little unstable sometimes. It gets a little offensive. It's okay to be offended. It's okay to kind of, you know, hurt a little bit. It's okay to, you know, it's something to bother you. It's okay. It's okay if I bother you. It's okay. Because you got to get through that process to where one day you'll desire something different. It's like, okay, that now I can say amen to. But it's got to go through those things. It's called hard truths sometimes. Hearing the truth sometimes hurts because we build some facades. We build some things around us that we think is real, that we think is true. Until somebody tells you something and there's truth behind it. Then you start to see something differently. Well, what's precious here is that the word of God speaks nothing but truth. So praise the Lord. Pues Dios nos diga a todos, hermanos, aquí estamos otra oportunidad. El Señor quiere algo nuevo de nosotros, pero las distracciones que tenemos en nuestras vidas los quita de enfocarnos de el Señor. Cuando, cuando no estamos enfocados en el Señor, pues cosas pasan. Ni podemos ver las cosas buenas del Señor cuando estamos enfocados en las distracciones. A uno de nosotros cosas buenas están pasando en nuestras vidas y no lo estamos viendo. Por las distracciones. Pero aquí estamos porque su palabra es verdad hermanos y muchas veces la verdad duele. No, no te duele, no te duele. No te ha, nunca te ha dado un, unas palabras te ha dolido. Ah, ¿por qué me dijiste eso? Yo estoy perdiendo peso. ¿Cómo que? The truth hurts sometimes, doesn't it? What do you mean? I've lost some weight. Why would you say that about me? And then you start to realize maybe I have gained a little bit. The truth hurts. But the, also the truth builds. The truth heals. The truth restores. And thank God for the truth. Amen. I started thinking about distractions, and there's a lot of distractions these days. I mean, come on. How many of y'all can think of some distractions just personally for you? I mean, I think one of the biggest distractions are cell phones. Oh, man. That, was a, that was a very biased, aged biased amen. Amen, 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 amen. But no amens. No young people with some amens are like, what is he talking about? You're not going to take my phone away from me. Ain't nobody taking away your phone. But start to look at your phone a little differently. It's funny. Uh, when was it? When was this? Was this last night? No, no, it was this morning. Uh, Chrisanne was in the radio, and you, and you got the same message I did about screen time. He's like, what's the screen time? <laughs> we both got a notification. I guess they do a, a notification out to all phones saying, hey, here's your screen time for the week. Here's your distractions for the week. <laughs> Here's, here they are on a platter for you. <laughs> here's all the things that you are looking at here. Yeah, see, some of, some of us might not have that, but it's become shocking, right, when your, your social media platforms, you know, your Instagrams, your TikToks, are the highest thing that you look at. You know? There's some things that, you know, start to become real. Why you're feeling the way you're feeling is because of the distractions that are in your life. Las distracciones, hermanos, en, en, en el teléfono ahora, es, yo pienso que es el más um, cosa usado para quitarte de enfocar en el Señor. Porque muchas veces 
no estamos, estamos diciendo no, no, pero yo, yo miro todo bueno, yo estoy buscando todas las buenas cosas en el teléfono, ah. ahí te estoy, <ríe> mira el gato, come on, we all get distracted, right, we all have our little moments, but don't let it take you, because it's going to take you, and it's going to continue to take you. And then your anxieties go up, your depression goes up. What can it be like that? Oh, one day I'll be like that. Everything opposite of what God had purposed for you. How, how bad is that? Think about that for a second. Let's think about a distraction real quick. That you start to use the social media platforms to think that that's what you really want, to think that that's what you really need, when God had something better for you and greater for you. How bad is that for us to feel like, that's what I need. That's the kind of person I need in my life. When God says, that's just a record button. When the record's off, it's completely different. That's fake. That's plastic. But those distractions will take you down a path to now where depression, anxieties, and all these things come up. Los distracciones, hermanos, son tremendos. El, el, el mecenario que usa el diablo para engañarnos. Las distracciones son una, unas de ellas. Y son muchas cosas. Si los creemos, ven, santuchos aquí, que yo no tengo el Facebook. Yo no tengo el Instagram. No, no sé cómo decirlo en español. Ya, pero tú tienes cosas. No te crees tanto. Si es el trabajo para ustedes, es una distracción. Pues, ¿cómo, hermano? Es como. Uh, how I sustain my family How do you say sustain? Sosteno mi familia Es algo bueno No, 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 no Pero cuando todavía te quita De ser tu trabajo en tu familia Oh, come on somebody Oh, come on somebody Some of y'all remember the marriage class My husband's such a hard worker Your husband doesn't want to be home Now, my wife's thinking, like, you, you like to be home a lot, babe, so I'm a homebody. As long as I'm with, with her, ah, whee! points, points, bing, 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 bing. Can, can I get some amens for some people here? Can you help me out here? I'm trying to work my angle here right now, okay? Pero es cierto, hermanos, que muchas veces las distracciones no van a estar. Lo que yo creo que es distracción es esto. No, no, no. Lo que necesitamos entender es que el diablo va a usar todas las cosas. The devil's going to use everything. Even what you think. Well, education, that's a distraction. You know that? What, Brother Gabe? I must be educated. I'm going to understand more things. No, 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 no. What you must be above all things is fulfilling God's will for you. How awesome is that? How, and if that includes education, praise God for that. But if it doesn't, and doors are shutting, it's because God got another path for you. But some of us will hold on to it. The more I know, the more I advance. To what? Sickness, stress. Because God's in control of all things. We're not in control of all things. God is in control of all things. God knows what's coming tomorrow. God knows what's happening next week. God knows what's happening a year from now. I want to say, God, I'm 
I'm in your hands right now, God. You just guide, guide me. You open up doors. You allow me to fulfill my purpose. Amen. You know, distractions also affect, you know, we talked a little bit about cell phones. And, and you see the signs, right? Don't be on your phone. You can get, you know, right here, there'll, there'll be places where there's been accidents and they'll post sometimes. We're monitoring if you're on your phone, there's a penalty of $500. You'll see signs sometimes in neighborhoods. Because it's a major problem, right? It becomes a major problem. You know, people are driving with their knee and then they put technology now to help out. Hey, Siri, can you send a message here? Go, Siri. No, not now, Siri. Calm down. But we see the effects of distractions and what they can do. Sometimes it'll affect your, your, your work habits, right? A distraction, the way you're feeling something, you can't focus on your job and you make mistakes, right? Because you're distracted. El teléfono, hermanos, ponen, ahora, ahora están poniendo señales. How do you put signs? Señales. Uh, avisos que tienen en, en el camino que dicen, no, estás en tu teléfono, si un policía te mira. How do you say, oh, fine, multa? Te van a dar una multa. Uh, pero también en tu trabajo, a veces tenemos algo. ¿Qué estás pensando? ¿Qué te tiene ahorita? Ocupado. You know, sometimes I would ask my wife, what are you thinking about? She says, nothing. I said, Come on, you can't say you're thinking about nothing. You can see your pondering. She said it yesterday to my son. What are you thinking, nothing? No, you got to be thinking about something. We're always thinking about something because the distractions. So what is your distraction? What is it? Because it can lead into what's your problem. What is it? What makes you not happy? You know, one thing that I think that's a, a, um, a horrible game to play is what if. You ever play the game what if? Huh? You ever play that game? There's only a couple of people who play that game. Oh, a lot of y'all play that game. What if I would have? What if I would have stayed there? What if I would have still been doing this? What if if I never would have done this? And then you get stuck in that, don't you? Because now you're now you're living a life that's not in front of you, that's behind you. Think about it for a second. What if? What if? Sounds really nice, right? It's like, what if? What if I what if I wouldn't have said that? What if I wouldn't have done this? Our God's a God that's in front of us. Leading us, guiding us. Because the what ifs become regrets. The what ifs now become distractions. Emotional drains that end up happening there. So we want to get into the word of God this morning. Amen. We want to start here in Luke 10.38. Amen. This is a very important passage here. And many of us have read it before. Uh, some of us, might. this might be a different look at it. Uh, but we see here in Luke 10.38, vamos a leer aquí en Lucas 10.38, hermanos. Um, es cuando Martha le recibió a Jesús en su casa, amen. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard 
his word. Now, it's interesting. So Martha welcomes Jesus in, but it shows you now where her sister, who, was, who else was in the house, was positioned at in the house. So you see Martha opening the door, welcoming Jesus in. Good sign, right? Come on in, Jesus. It's not like Martha was like some of us, like, who's at the door? I would like an OS. Hopefully it's not them. No, no, Martha says, come on in, Jesus. But now it starts to show a couple of things. It shows that now Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Amen? So we're kind of taking this a little bit slow just so we can make sure we don't miss anything. And we keep on reading right here too. And it says in verse 40, but Martha was cumbered about much serving. So Martha was stressed out. Martha was distracted. Now, again, how many Marthas have we had here before where it's just in your mind, it's that way. Are you going to do anything? Vas a hacer algo? Vas a hacer algo? Todo día? Todo todo? Y a razón a veces, right? Porque no, no, es como la persona que lo está diciendo está sentándose en los pies de Jesús. And there's a reason, you know, some of us were like that. Are you going to do anything? I mean, I'm doing, as they're running around and doing all these things. And, but you see, she's stressed out, so it shows her mind state. Amen? So understand, when you're stressed out, when you're distracted, your mind state's not clear. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que las distracciones que te, tuvo ella, y vienen a todos. Muchos de nosotros, adultos, creemos que jóvenes no tienen esas cosas, pero tienen más a veces que nosotros, porque ellos no tienen el perspectivo, perspectivo de nosotros. Ellos todavía no tienen en, en experiencia, pero ellos tienen muchos. Distracciones, amén. Sabemos que tienen muchas distracciones, pero también es una cosa que es un peso para ellos. You know, a lot of you, a lot of you young people, you're like, oh, I got all my life figured out. You ain't got nothing figured out. You know why you ain't got nothing figured out? Because you ain't got no experience. You're gaining experience, which is good. But a smart young person is asking people that have been through things, things, so they can learn from them. You really, you really want to get into a, a, a cockpit of a plane? When there's a pilot right next to you that could just give you advice and tell you how you can fly it and start pushing buttons and trying to do things, first of all, you're not going to get anywhere. You probably couldn't even turn it on. But let's just say by chance you turn it on. You still ain't going to get it off the ground. Well, let's just say by chance you get it off the ground. You still ain't going to probably be able to fly it up in the air. But when you with somebody with experience, there's a calmness that comes over you. But the problem is that a lot of us young people, us young people, you like how I threw myself in with y'all? A lot of us young people, see, that's a little subliminal messaging, so hopefully you guys treat me a little younger. A lot of us are ashamed. And you shouldn't be. Because there's a lot of people here that love y'all and don't want to see you struggle. And a lot of y'all struggling with the things that I just mentioned, anxiety, depression. You guys are even in worse stuff situations because you're like trying to be accepted by everyone. Everywhere you go around, you're like, I'm not, I'm not at that level. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not, I wish I was this, I wish I was that. And it still goes on as adults, you know. But again, it's because 
of the distractions. So we read here and it says, she was distracted, she was cumbered, she was a little bothered about much serving and came to him. So look, so again, sometimes our emotions, sometimes our mindset, sometimes the way we're feeling, it festers in us. And for some of us, it festers a lot because we're not willing to come to him. We just hold it inside of us, right? And what is it, like a, like a pressure cooker? And then all of a sudden, you know, hey, can you pass me the mustard? Why am I always passing you the mustard? Can't you just get up and go get it sometimes? Don't you understand that I'm cleaning and I do all these things? And you're like. Okay. Because it's showing you something here. And God bless Martha for this, right? Because she was bothered. But she still came to him. God bless you, Martha. All right, I see you. I see you, Martha. I see what you're doing. You're not holding it inside. You're going to the master. So, but I'm not saying that that was the intent that she had, right? Let's not, don't get it all messed up. Don't think like, oh, she's going to go let him know because he don't know how Mary is. It's Jesus. So she goes to him, right? And she's thinking, oh, I'll get him to see. What she didn't realize is that she hadn't been seeing. ¿Qué cosa no, hermanos? ¿Cómo me gusta la escritura? Si lo quedamos, si muchas veces estamos... Did you even taste it? No, no, no. Enjoy it. My wife hates it. Close your mouth. But enjoy it. Because look what it's showing us here. Mira que lo que está enseñando aquí, hermanos. Que Marta estaba ocupada. Tenía distracciones. Su mente no estaba bien. Y no sabía lo que iba a hacer porque pensaba, oh, es que el Señor no sabe. Déjame ir y decirlo. Ok, good, qué bueno. And he, she says, and came to him and said, Lord, does that not care? Just put that there. Don't have to say anything else after that. Now, let's think about Jesus in this time frame, right? He's stopping at someone's house when he's living a life of purpose, and she doesn't know that. But she has the audacity to say, do you not care? So you can see where her mind is. A veces, hermanos, decimos cosas que los enseña donde está nuestra mente. Le preguntan, ¿no te importa? No, no más quedamos, ay, no te importa. Tenemos un, ¿sabía quién era Jesús? Pues podemos decir, maybe, maybe not. Pues solo decidió. Bueno, pero no lo sabía completamente. He, she received him. See, some of us, we're good here, right? We're like, oh, yeah, come on in, Jesus. Come on, we're going to make it up for you. I'm going to do it all this. And then like, don't you not care? <laughs> Why did you invite me into your house? 
So she knew who he was, but she didn't know him completely. And sometimes for us, that's the position we're in here in church where we know of him. We know he's good. We know we would want him in our house, but we fully don't know him. So she starts out again with what's up here to start coming out here. Do you not care that my sister <laughs> had left me to serve alone? Now, it was customary, right? So this is, this is, you know, for some of us, we might, yesterday I got a little emotional. I'm going to be, I don't know, if, I don't know if I'm going through a midlife crisis now, but I got a little emotional. I was watching a video, and I saw it was another country. I told my wife, I said, I rewinded it back. I said, what do you see here? See, I have weird moments like this with her. She could probably tell y'all. You guys don't understand. It's like, what am I looking at here? It, but it was a guy who was making food outside. It was, he was probably from um, Eastern Europe. And he's making food, right? And, and him and this other guy, and they sit down on a table and they're eating, right? It's in a different language. But this one guy cuts the meat and puts it on the other guy's plate and then gets his. The other guy, I'm like over here thinking, oh, man, I was having a Martha moment here for a second because this guy kept on giving him bread and all that stuff. I said, hey, hey, is it, you cooked it? You did this? Is this guy going to do anything? But what did the guy do? The guy, the other guy grabs the tea and he pours it in his, the other gentleman's drink, cup, and then pours it in his. I was like, hey, that's pretty neat. What a great custom, huh? That before you fill your cup, you fill the one that's with you's cup. I kind of got a little emotional there. I was like, man, we, we missing some things here. Ayer, hermano, estaba viendo, me gusta ver personas cocinar y y en esta cosa, porque me enseñan muchas cosas que ha visto, era otro país. Y el costumbre que tenían ellos es el hombre estaba cortando su carne, pero, pero no poniéndolo en su plato, su, se lo puso. Y, y son costumbres que yo pienso que tienen en otros países. Qué bueno costumbre, lo cortó la, la carne, lo puso en la, en la otra, en el persona que estaba a ese plato. Garopan. Le puso en el otro plato. Pero yo comencé a pensar como Marta. Hey, este, este chavo va a hacer algo. Tú cocinaste. Tú preparaste todo. ¿Va a hacer algo este muchacho? Pero gracias a Dios que hizo algo. Pues agarró el té. Y se lo puso a él primero. Y segundo a él. Dije, hey. Wow, that's beautiful. That's brotherly. What a great custom. You could see the appreciation. The other guy would stand back when he was getting his plate. One guy grabbed a knife, put it for the guy, and then it was always thinking, hey, does the person I'm with have what they need before I need it? It's great, right? It's nice, huh? Kind of, kind of, kind of shames you a little bit to saying, like, my meat, my bread, my tea. So we see here, <laughs> got a little off there, huh? I'm hungry though, I guess. <laughs> but we see here Martha saying like, hey, can, can you, can you, have you seen that the, my sisters left me here alone to work, to do all this? Now you're expecting a good, you know, you're expecting a good response from Jesus saying, hey, hey, Mary, why don't you just get up, help her out a little bit, you know, you could do something, bring something. 
But look what Jesus says here, because he sees her state of mind based off of what she's saying. So look what he tells her. He says, um, she says, bid her, therefore, that she help me. Listen to this. Now, <laughs> let's think about this for a second. How much trauma do you think, or how much, not, not really trauma, how much baggage do you think there is between two sisters there? Listen to that. Jesus is a visitor visiting their house, and it's like, hey, this is our opportunity. Maybe she can take care of my sister a little bit here. My sister can do a little bit more. I'll just get Jesus to do it. Listen to that. He, you know, really, do you feel welcomed as Jesus if now you're fixing the problems between two sisters? It's like, I didn't come here to do therapy. I thought we were just going to break some bread. But Jesus is always with intent and always knowing why he's stopping by. Can't you tell her something, Jesus? I mean, that's what you do, right? You, you, you take care of things. ¿Qué cosa no, hermanos, que ella lo dice a Jesús, el invitado de honor? ¿Puedes decir a mi hermana algo? Mira, no miras que no está haciendo nada. So, she's expecting, right, results now. I need results. I need you, Jesus, on my side. She needs to see, Jesus, what I see, Jesus. Make it happen, Jesus. And then look what Jesus says, right? Praise the Lord. Verse 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Oh, you know you in trouble when you get your name twice. Just a warning to some of y'all. Sometimes it's just parents fumbling and they just can't, you know, they sometimes call you a different name and they finally get to your name. But you know you in trouble when they call you twice the same name. Martha. Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Now, it would have been beautiful if on the next episode, it would have just gave you a pause that you could think about, hmm, what is Martha troubled about that allowed her to react this way and not realize who was in the room? Some of us didn't get that one again because of the distractions. Because <laughs> of the wandering eyes, the wandering ears. ¿Qué cosa no, hermanos, que, que Jesús le responde? Que Marta, Marta, afanada y turbada estás con muchas cosas. ¿Qué, qué cosa que, si nomás paramos ahí por un momento, que el Señor podía ver? Que algo más que eso, algo más que eso, le estaba molestando. You see, that's who Jesus is. Because we think that it's like, oh, he'll help out with this. Oh, oh, trust me, once I pray about this, God's going to take care of this. How dare them be doing this? Open their eyes, Lord, that they can see that they're like this. Muchas veces, hermanos, llevamos nuestras oraciones como Marta. Señor, enséñalos que están mal, que están mal en esto. 
Abre sus ojos Señor No entendiendo Que el Señor quiere abrir A nuestros ojos Y afectar nuestro corazón So you see here He just with that little bit right He's able to see That she's distracted with the lots You see God can see your distractions Sometimes by what you say Or how you're acting We got any eye roller people here? Yeah, we do. God can see who you are based off of your actions. We got any young people here that talk back to families? Yeah, 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 we do. God can see who you are, what's wrong with you by your actions. It doesn't take, you know, a brain surgeon to figure this out. God can see it. And so he says this to her, right? Verse 42. But one thing is needful. Look at this. But one thing. Listen how powerful this is. Some of us are looking for all things. I need all things. I want to know all answers. I need all the things from God. But one thing is needful. One thing. Can we, can we narrow down life to one thing? Some of us can't because we're like, how can it just be one thing? There's so many things I need. One thing is needful. We're stressed out about so many things when it's just one thing that's needed. And that one thing we're not doing, that one thing we're, we're, we're unfortunately avoiding. And we hurt ourselves. How would you like to hear this? Ugh. And Mary has chosen that good part. What? Yeesh. Yeesh, Jesus. Yeesh. Oh, man, he's good. What do you mean she's chosen it? She's just sitting there. <laughs> oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. Some of y'all young people want to be treated as adults, but you don't mature your level of thinking yet. But some of y'all that are, God's going to bless you. Like I said, the eye rollers, this is valuable for you. You don't get it. You don't get what it is to be in the hands of a living God. What he's going to do. How he transforms. You see, she didn't get it. But her sister, the one that's just sitting there. Well, let's find out why. Amen. Verse 43. Oh, I'm sorry. Which shall not be taken away from her. But one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. So what is that good thing that she realized? What is that good thing that she realized? Was it just to be at Jesus' feet? No, she realized who was in the house or the person that welcomed him in did it. So I ask you, where are you at today? Are you the person that's like, oh, yeah, we're going to church? I'll go. I'll put my time in. What's it going to hurt? 
just another hour, just another two hours. I can get through this. I can skate through this. Or are we here to sit at the master's feet? Praise the Lord. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, giveth I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let it, neither let it be afraid. La paz os dejo, mi paz os doy. Y no os la doy como el mundo la da. Ni se turbe vuestro corazón, ni tenga miedo. Hermanos, podía ver Jesús aquí con Marta. Qué cosa oye del Señor. Tú piensas que el Señor va a estar en tu lado, ¿eh? ¿Cuántos aquí? ¿Cuántos creemos? Ah, siempre el Señor está a mi lado. Hasta que no está a tu lado. Hasta que lo estabas pensando mal. Y este momento, cree Marta que va a tener a Jesús en su lado, ¿no? Ah, qué bueno que Jesús, entrale Jesús, pásale Jesús. Te voy a servir Jesús, ojalá que tengas chance de hablar con mi hermana. Pero las palabras eran para ella, para ella, porque no tuvo paz. María sabía que entró en el cuarto, en la casa, el que da paz. Pero que dice aquí la palabra de Dios que el que The peace I give, I give unto you, not as the world give it to you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither be afraid. It says also, I've overcome the world. What you're stressing about, what you're worried about, what you're trying to figure out, how am I going to do this, 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 and this, and this, that has nothing to do with what God has for you. I mean, there's some, there's some of us parents that put so much pressure on our kids. Uh-oh. Your kids could have said amen at that time. You guys blew it. Amen. That's a perfect moment for you guys to shout amen, young people. Man, you guys really missing it, huh? Not enough energy drink this morning, I guess. Amen, brother, preach it. You guys could have shouted me down. Why? Because we start to put our desires on them when it was never God's desires for them. Oh, yeah, you need to do this stuff. Make sure your grades, because you know how to get into that school. That school you want to get into. You don't want to go to that school. Mom, that's never even the school that I wanted to go to. That's the school you wanted me to go to. Are you doing that? Stop it. Teach them to trust in God. Teach them to believe in God. If not... They'll think they're in the things of God like Martha could have thought and yet always be troubled. Help us, God. Do what you want to do. You know, as ministers here, we're not in your house telling you what to do. Do what you want to do. But if God's showing you something else, then respect that. 
If God's telling you a different way, saying, hey, that this pressure sometimes will buckle a child. Praise the Lord. For 2 Peter 3.17 says, Segundo de Pedro 3.17 dice, hermanos, Así que vosotros, oh amados, sabiéndolo de antemano, guardaos, no sea que arrestados por el error de los iniquos, caigas de vuestra firmeza. Yet therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfast. Now listen to that, brothers and sisters. Not carried away. We don't want to be carried away with these distractions that come into our lives. Peter's saying here, because he's going to finish up right here what he's going to tell us, but... There's times that these distractions now change our directory, change our direction, change where we're headed are the distractions, the stress, the anxieties. Some of you can't even smile right now because you're so wrapped up in your problems. When you don't have to be if you give it to God. God, just take it. You say you take it. God, take it. See, some of us don't know those things. See, Mary knew those things. Martha didn't. Martha knew of him. Martha could be around him. But Mary wanted to get to the hem because she knew where the power was. Help us, God, to understand these things because a lot of us, the distractions just take us and take us and take us, and take us away. We keep on reading here, verse 18. Seguimos leyendo aquí, versículo 18. Antes bien crecer en la gracia y el conocimiento de nuestro, nuestro Señor y Salvador Jesucristo. A Él sea la gloria on, uh, ahora y hasta el día de la eternidad. Amen. But grow in grace. Look, don't let the distraction take you away from God's purpose. Don't let your heart deceive you. You, you, you know, if, if, if you, if you, can you, can you guys, can you guys correct people? <laughs> Some of y'all, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> you do it all the time. Just stop it, stop it, stop it. Quit acting so good. You know, you, you can correct people. You guys, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you a little assignment, okay? If you hear so, so, some of y'all are so cute, man. Some of like, oh, I don't know. Can you teach me how to correct someone, brother? <laughs> You made my Starbucks drink wrong. <laughs> it takes two more matchas. <laughs> you can correct people. So, so let's say somebody's going to tell you about their plan. Okay, sounds good, right? Hey, can I tell you about something? It sounds good, right? Can you stop them if they don't start saying, hey, I've been praying about this. Can I talk to you? Ooh. Oh, some of y'all don't like that. Some of y'all would rather say, this is my plan, not my prayer. Oh, some of y'all don't want to put the work in. You think work is planning? 
You understand what you do when you bring prayer into it. Listen to me. Some of y'all can't even smile right now. Understand how powerful this is. Some of y'all are like, well, I got a lot of plans, but you ain't got a lot of prayer. Because when you put it in prayer, you put it in God's will. It eliminates the distraction. It eliminates the confusion. It eliminates all these things that are up here distracting you from fulfilling what God has for you. Now, if you start your prayer with saying, God, you know my heart. You know my needs. Is this your will? Is this your will? Because if it's your will, you'll open up the doors. But if it's not, I still will worship you. I still will honor you. Forgive me, Father, for being guided by my heart when you know it. Crazy, huh? Crazy. ¿Qué cosa no, hermanos? Muchos, muchos, muchos joven, joven dice, te quiero decir mi plan. Ah, como los padres lo dicen, oh, qué bonito que mi hijo está, tiene plan. Pero estoy diciendo a todos aquí, cuando alguien te viene a decir que tienen un plan de algo, debes decir, ¿has orado? Porque triste es tener un plan. Poner todo el tiempo para el plan. Y no es la voluntad de Dios. Wasted time. God. You can do it. I know you can do it. Is it your will to do it in my life? Oh man, mic drop. We might as well just end it after that one. I can see some of y'all already TKO on the sixth round. Because that happens so much for us. Because we think we know better than him? Nah, we don't know better than him. Luke 21, 34, amen? Lucas 21, 34 dice aquí, hermanos. And take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering. Listen to that. So pay attention to yourself, okay? Pay attention to yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Some of y'all, some of y'all right now, you need to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. We like that one, right? Oh, I'm gonna take care of myself. I'm gonna get a facial. I'm gonna get a spa. I'm get my nails done. No, 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 no. He's telling you to take care of yourself because your heart's vulnerable and easily deceived. Take care of yourself, he says. Lest your heart be overcharged with what? Suffering. Suff oh, surf surfading? What is that? Give me a definition of that. Somebody give me a definition of that. And drunkenness. And cares of the life, of, li of this life. And so that day come upon you awareness. This is the version I have right here. It says... Oh, it did. It says the same thing. I thought I had a, a, a different uh, ESV version here, but I don't. Anybody have that? Overindulgence, suffering, thinking, or, or overindulgence. Okay, okay. So that's still thinking about something too much, right? Thinking about something, indulging. What's that? 
Excess? Okay, good. Uh, drunkenness and the cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unaware. Now think about this for a second. It's saying take care of yourself that you don't overindulge, that you don't get drunk, but everybody's like, oh, I don't even drink. No, no, you can get drunk in other things. You can lose control in other things. But listen to this. On the cares of this life. Okay, don't overindulge so much thinking that by being happy here, you're going to be happy everywhere. Because that's a distraction because we're missing what's to come. See, again, again, I mentioned this before. A lot of us don't know how to invest. When you invest in something, it takes sacrifice. I'm not going to spend this because I'm going to put this here. You know, some of us, you know, some of us, we look for short-term gains. Oh, I just want to invest to where I can get it quickly. You don't look for the long-term. See, we're, we're in a long-term gain here that takes time. This is our life. This is our, our sacrifice. We're always putting, we're always putting here because we know what's, being, what's been built for us. What promise we have. Now, some of us don't know that. That's where an anxiety comes in. Because we think we got to do everything here. If I don't do it here, where am I ever going to have it at? <gasps> but once you realize that what's to come is greater than here, then this stuff seems trivial. You think what you're going to do this afternoon is the, oh, if I don't do that this afternoon, my world is. Then you don't understand what's coming. You don't understand that next level. Las aguas de cristalinda. God has something planned for us, but he says, be careful of your heart because it wants to care about what's here and take you, consume you. We keep on reading here, verse 35, amen? For as a snare, it shall come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Listen to that. Listen to that for everyone, just so you know how fair God is, right? Some of us are like, what's well, not fair? It always happened to me. This is always happening to me, God. Why me, God? This is always me, God. No. Everyone. That's why he's just. That's why he's righteous. You think you have your life so tough. It's like, I ask God just to open up your eyes to see circumstances and situations i was shocked you know lucia here just real quickly you know i i don't know why it popped up but i was watching like them in china hiding to to read the bible them putting people in prisons because it's communist if they find out that they're having gatherings the leader they'll put him in jail that's the person that was just here, that's close to them. And yet, we're not grateful. And there's not a gratitude. Because again, we got too much troubles. It was like, well, I can't even get my internet to work at home. How am I going to get through this day? My AC's not working. 
I get it. Tenemos problemas, yo entiendo, hermanos, pero a veces los problemas que tenemos son distracciones de lo que va a venir, la grandeza de Dios. Praise him anyway. Hallelujah, anyhow. How many of y'all that just, we could shout that, we could say that now it's, ooh, it's a different gear now, Brother Gabe. I'm a little bit in that mud. I'm a little stuck right now. It's a ha, it's a ha, it's a ha. Ha, 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 hallelujah, anyhow. Because it's true, brothers and sisters, this sadness that comes over us, this distraction because of our heart, that this is the greatest deceiver above all things. Listen to that. Your heart is the greatest deception that will deceive you, that you'll encounter is your own heart. It's not going to be somebody. Now, other people will take advantage of that. We talked about it, right? The spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Ahab. We see that there's people that will take advantage of that. But it's your heart that's affected. So when he starts saying here, be careful, right? Take caution. And we keep on reading here, amen? We keep on reading here. Let's keep on reading. Praise the Lord. Where are we at here? I'm sorry. 35, now, now we're on 36, amen. Verse 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all things that, things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of God. Now, brothers and sisters, this is work. This is hard. It's hard. I mean, some of us, some of us are like new to this stuff. You never heard about this stuff. You didn't do the building of the temple. You don't know Noah's Ark. You don't know about Adam and Eve and all these different things. I get it. I get it. It's a learning experience for some of us. But listen, to, it's pretty basic what it's telling you right here. Understand this. It's basic. It's one-on-one. This is a global issue. Identify that it's a global issue. Identify it's a global problem. Nobody's, you know, not going to encounter this. Nobody's not going to be tempted. As we, as we heard yesterday uh, in our talks, that even elected people, selected people, could, are going to be deceived in these times. If you're not guarding your heart... If we're not vigilant, protecting what's critical, then that's why it always has you controlled. Why does your heart control you? Why do your emotions control you? Why do the distractions wear you out? Why? 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 Because you haven't identified that that's the door. You see, Martha came to the door, let Jesus in. That's part of it. But where the second part was is that she asked him something and got a response. As we're here in front of God and we're here in prayer and we're here in prayers, it's like that's the communication we've got to have with God. Is God, God, why is my heart feel the way it does? Why do I feel this why am I feeling these anxieties? 
why am I feeling depression? Instead of looking at a situation and looking at a time in your life, again, the what ifs, instead of going back to that time, again, the trauma, why don't you have a conversation with him in the present? Because he'll start to show you in the present what he has for you ahead. I always want to see what God has ahead of me, not what, what's behind me. I want to see. But if I stay with what's behind me, man, I don't, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel, I feel horrible. You, you think it's, you, think it's uh, um, you know, all, all unicorns and rainbows for me in my life? There's a lot of stuff that I'm ashamed of. But I thank God that he removed it. I thank God that he removed it. I thank God for the prayers and not the planning. Because if it would have been my plan, I might have been destroyed. But because of the prayers, God reached me. Psalms 119, 15. Salmos 119.15. hermanos, dice. En tus mandamientos meditaré, considerará. Considera tus caminos. I will meditate in thy precepts, in thy word, God, and have respect unto thy ways. Now, that's interesting, right, that, the, uh, that David's here writing this, that this is written here in the book of Psalms. The psalmista, how do you say the psalmist? <laughs> I don't know how to say it in English now, <laughs> Huh? Psalmist. Amen. I was close, right? Did I? I said psalmist. Psalmist. Wrote this. Look, I want to meditate on what's good to me. Man, it's, it's, it's fun to fall in love with God. He said, oh, so boring. I got to read this. I got to do this homework. Do you understand what you're doing? This is the investment. Do you understand how powerful it is? Get one verse. Get one verse. You know, I gotta read all this? One verse. See, that's the problem. We can't even get one verse. And that's why we're drowning on a little, our toes are in the water. Like, oh, I'm drowning. Ah! Because we don't have God's assurance in our life. You can't see it. You're deceived. You're duped. Look in the mirror. It says the word of God's a mirror, right? Look what it shows you. Look at the flaws. Remember what you've seen. Work on it. Oh, I don't know about, I don't like this guy right here. He's talking about a lot of work, a lot of inside stuff. I don't know how I'm feeling about this guy up here. Mmm, mmm, mmm. You're getting, you're treading in waters there that nobody gets there. <laughs> nobody that I love ever has ever gotten there. Let God there. And you're going to find out that he's been there waiting for you to get there. You see, God gets to the root of things. You, you, you sometimes just stay at the surface. You see, you see God, our God's not a guy that just cuts the weed on the top side so it looks good that week. Our God's waiting at the root. Get there, get there, get there, get there. But, 
What doesn't allow you to get there? The heart, the distraction, the want, the want. The want becomes a distraction. Help us, God, to eliminate the distractions. 1 Corinthians 7.35, 1 Corinthians 7.35, dice hermanos aquí, esto los digo para vuestro qué? Provecho. No para tener de tenderos, tenderos lazo, sino para lo honesto y, y qué? Y decente, decente y para que sin impedimiento os acerquéis al Señor. Listen to this. And, and this I speak for you. We're going to talk about what he's speaking here in a second. And this I speak for you for your own profit. Not that I may cast a snare upon you. You see, sometimes right here is like, man, what is this brother doing? Why is he throwing nets at us? Why is he trying to catch me? I'm going to run around the church. You can't catch me. That's not the game. Honestly, I'm, it's not the game. But you, we think it's that game. That's the game. It's like, what's he trying to do? He says right here, look. But for that which is comely and that which may attend upon you, the Lord without distractions. Now listen to this. Now, Paul is talking about something pretty critical here. He's talking about the marriage and the roles in the marriage. Read this if you're interested in it. There's a lot of things that he's asking. He asks of, of men here. He, he gives highlight to men that are married that are different from men that are not married. Some of the stuff is hard to hear because you've got proud people here during this time. Some of this stuff is hard. They get offended. They were offended. So he says, don't get offended by what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to tie you up. I'm just trying to notify you of the distractions and why they come. Los distracciones vienen, hermanos, muchas veces porque no tenemos entendimiento en nuestra vida. Hay un orden en nuestra vida. There's, can you believe that? Do you guys think that you guys figured it out? Something different that, that years ago that they were struggling with same things that you did just because they didn't have phones and technologies and they didn't have high-speed internet. They still had struggles. They still had problems. Look at it. Adam and Eve. Nothing around. Still a problem. So in the name of Jesus, we got to recognize that distractions are there. Amen. Matthew 6, 24. Let's read Matthew 6, 24. Amen. Matthew 6, 24 says, no man can serve two masters. So no man, nobody. This is a statement. No man can serve two masters. Listen to what it says here. It says, for either he will hate one, love the other. That's one reason, right? Two masters. Two people giving ordinances here. Nobody can love two masters here because one can tell you something, the other can tell you something, and you're going to listen to one of them, and the other one's going to feel like you disrespected him. We keep on reading, right? Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. So, brothers and sisters, what does that mean? 
That's part of our distractions right here is that we haven't completely given over to one master. Man, that was only one amen, man. Oof. I guess this might be a long one. We'll just keep it going, amen. We'll try to break it down. Nobody can just serve one thing and another thing later. If you're trying to serve two things, you're going to fail on both things. But our problem is, is that we're not serving Christ with all our heart. Our minds, our distractions are still taking us like, I wonder if it's greener on the other side. I know that my parents said that, but do they really know? There's a toughness that comes over in life, brothers and sisters. I've talked about it before. When you're rebellious, you're going to struggle. Si hay la rebeldía en nuestras vidas, vamos a sufrir, hermanos. Si no queremos pagar atención lo que Dios nos está enseñando, diciéndonos que ahorita diciendo que no, una persona no puede servir dos maestros. Es maestros, no. Es maestros. Is that how you say masters? I thought my answers was teachers. So confusing. Señores. Dos señores, amen. Thank you. So no puedes. Creemos que podemos. Pero vamos a fallar, amen. Seguimos leyendo aquí 25. We keep on reading here. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. It's not the life more than the meat and the body more than the raiment. Now listen to this. Look at now. Now it's getting to what some of these distractions are. See, see, first of all, you can't serve two masters. One master could be like, oh, I want to, you know, just I want to serve God. I want to use, you know, brother, if there's some stuff that we can do here, I want to be used. And then it's like, oh, I can't. Oh, okay. Because of the distractions. You got to start figuring out how to work through those things. God will do it in a tremendous way for you. You got to just trust in him. I tell you, the first time I had a great job, I had, a, I had an amazing job at a young age. I had a great job. And I went into my boss's office and I said, look, my life kind of stinks. <laughs> I need church. Okay, we'll put you on second shift. Oh, okay, about that. <laughs> Second, I mean, second shift might not work because we have church services on Wednesday night. Oh, okay, I'll put you on third shift. Perfect. My wife remembers this. We were just married and I was working a night shift. So it wouldn't affect what was the most important thing to me at that time was getting closer and closer to God. And we suffered that. But at the end of the day, the results were great because we were able to at least still be together with God and what was important. But God still provided, right? I'm not working graveyard shift still. But it takes that desire to say, hey, why am I stressing about a job when I have the king of kings? who opens opportunities, who will open doors. But when our hearts 
not satisfied and we're distracted. Oh, man. Some, some of y'all can't praise the Lord because it's hitting too hard. Some of y'all, it's hitting too hard today. You can't even say a hallelujah. You can't even say a thank you, Jesus. Your ouches are right here, rep- representing right here in your countenance, your, in your face right here. Because some of us would rather be like, he don't understand my life. You're right, I don't. But the word of God did here. Why are you worried? Why are you stressing out? Look at what's more important. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are you not much more better than them? See, sometimes we just miss the obvious thing. Muchas veces, hermano, esas, cuando cosas pasan y dicen, ay, viene un, un, how do you say famine? Hambre, un hambre. Oh, oítes, oítes que uh, necesitamos agarrar, agarrar papel de toilet. ¿Cómo se dice? Tolito. ¿Así se dice, hermano? Ah, oh, papel de baño. O oh, el chiste, el chiste, bro. El chiste, oh, bro, el chiste, estaba diciendo el chiste. ¿Y, y, ¿Y qué? No hallamos todo el papel del baño en el Walmart. Y ahí tenemos como, ¿cómo se miraron? Oh, man, let's just take a little moment here. Let's take a little commercial break here. Who here? Who here? Who here? Who here? Who here? Who here? Why is everybody not looking at me? Because we forget. What's critical because of the anxieties and what we're hearing. Se puso loco la cosa, no? No podíamos agarrar free holies porque tanto persona la agua vienen estas cosas, no? Pero quién servimos, hermanos? Quién está enfrente de nosotros siempre? El Señor. God is. God's going to take care of us. Now, now, now someone's going to say, well, Brother Gabe, you know, I, hey, what if he does? Show me where he has and if you've been faithful. Now, what starts to speak to you is your place that you're in. If you're not faithful, then comes fear. If you're not faithful, then comes anxiety. But when you're faithful, when we're studying about Abraham, then you leave even what's good around you and you head towards a desert because you know who's calling you is greater than anything that you're at. Oh, God, help us to see it, God. We want to see it, God. Amen. We keep on reading here, verse 27. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? We cannot, right? By stressing out, we don't get taller, right? How beautiful would that be? be, The NBA would be full of people then, right? It's like us, some of us right here, like, hey, how you doing up there? You must have a lot on your mind. (laughs) Because you can't. I even think the shorter people (laughs) are the ones that stress out the most. You can't. You're not saying you can't add height to yourself just by stressing out. It does nothing for you. Verse 28. 
And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Listen to that. Look at the flowers that aren't stressing out about what's coming. When the rain comes, it comes, and they sprout. When the rain doesn't come, it doesn't come. But when the rain comes, they sprout. They're not like us saying, ah, hopefully it rains soon. Because they know sooner or later when it comes, God knows why. And we thank him for that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 29. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now listen to that. Now listen to that. Something that doesn't worry and still looks beautiful in a field, a field of flowers. With a king, one of the greatest kings, they say, in power. One that God asked him, what do you want? And instead of saying, make me the greatest king. He says, allow me to manage your people. Give me the wisdom. And he says, because you didn't ask for, you're still going to get the others. That not even him as great as the lilies of the field. Verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith. Okay, okay, okay. Now the question's for us. If he's done these things, if he's taking care of birds, you don't know, you're like, some of you are like, oh, we need to put bird feeders everywhere. You're still not going to feed all the birds. Sorry. Sorry. Because God does it in ways that we could never imagine. Praise the Lord for that, amen? But we still stress about ourselves. What am I going to do? What am I going to do this week? What am I going to do? What if, I, what if this happens? What about this bill? What about that bill? You got bills in your life? Then maybe it's some other things you got to worry about instead of a job. Because there's curses that come upon us too. There's God trying to get our attention in things too. Don't just start blaming it in your situation and saying, oh, if this job, if I had a better job that paid me more, then I wouldn't have these bills. No, you're still going to have them. The thing is, when you start to have peace in your life, you start to manage your life. But when you don't have peace, the distraction comes. God, give me the peace. God, give me the peace. Give me to be satisfied, God, in little things. Because I know if I can't be satisfied in little things, how would I ever be satisfied in something great from you, God? Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos tan ocupados las distracciones, distracciones, distracciones. Busy, 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 busy. I'm busy, 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 busy. I'm always busy. Sometimes we're busy so we don't have to have a conversation with God. 31. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewith all shall we be clothed? Again, oh, ye of little faith. And then listen, stop worrying. Stop thinking about it. Verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father 
knoweth that ye have need of all things. Now, that's where we got to start trusting and believing that God knows your need. God knows your need. God knows your need. If you don't believe that God knows your need, then you don't know God. I don't care who you are, even letting them in your house. You don't know God. Si no pensamos que el Señor sabe nuestras necesidades. That's where it becomes tough. See, this is becoming tough for some of y'all because some of y'all just like to live the religious life. Come on in, Jesus. Take a seat. I'll get the plate ready for you. But Jesus still looks at you and says, I see you still got a lot up here. You're still thinking a lot. You're overthinking a lot. You're stressing out. It's not helping you. It's not helping your family. What you thought was a blessing, you've turned it into a curse. Talk with God. And be satisfied with what he shows you. Be content if he's showing you something. Talk with God. Habla con el Señor, hermanos. Verse 33. But seek ye, what? But seek ye first, not a hundredth, not tenth, not second. Seek ye first. What do we we say at the beginning, brothers and sisters? What do we say at the beginning? We said at the beginning that she has found what? But Mary, one thing, but one thing is needful. Jesus told Martha. But one thing, could you imagine that? Sometimes it's like, Dad, Mom, you gave me 10 things to remember. One thing is needful, he told Martha. And then right here it says, but seek ye first over your career, over your life. Seek one thing first, the kingdom of God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look at his life. It doesn't say, seek your family. It doesn't say, seek your job. It doesn't say, seek your Desires, seek one thing first, the kingdom of God. Listen, and his righteousness, and these things shall be added to you. 34. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now listen to this. What is that telling me? You guys got stresses. There could be appointments this week. There could be a lot of things that you got going on. What are you doing but stressing about it today? You're not changing it. Pray about it and then trust God. Pray about it and then trust God. Pray about it and trust God and proclaim him and glorify him and testify him. Shame on some of y'all that have done that and you ain't calling Tristan out for too good to not believe Tuesday. You owe me. No, you owe me. I'm not playing around. I'll take a Starbucks drink. But you should call him. Hey, Brother Tristan, I got to tell you about the story. 
We've had some great ones, brothers. So God bless some of y'all that have testified some things. And you've got something, God. Glorify him in, in what he's, how he's been good, what he's done. I loved Karina's. Karina, that was a special one. It was a short one, but it was special. Say something about God, what he's done for you. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we turn to Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is, ex if there is any excellence, if there is any worthy of praise, think on those things. How cool is that? How, how about some of y'all that just get so distracted with your emotions, so angry? Why are you young people so angry? Tough. Hmm? I'm going to get a camera. I'm going to put a camera here. I'm just going to be like that. Smile. Smile because God loves you. Oh, if he loved me, he know what I need. That's why he loves you. Because he knows what you think you need isn't what you really need. Because deception, lying, being conniving, conniving. <laughs> I was trying to keep it all. I was trying to rap. Yo, yo, yo. Doesn't get you anywhere. And if you think it does, tune in tomorrow because we're going to talk about the story of Jacob. Another promo for tomorrow. Ooh, there's a lot to talk about Jacob. Hermanos, hay cosas pasando en nuestras vidas, intenciones. A veces no, no tenemos gozo en nuestras vidas, pero no tenemos gozo. No es porque, ay, es que no me aman. Mi familia no me ama. No, no, es porque todavía hay algo dentro de ti que el corazón está deteniendo que el Señor toca. If your heart is not allowing itself to be touched by God and be formed by God, and you're still holding back, and you're vicious, and you're ugly with your words. Ooh, I know some of y'all. Ooh, you know why I know some of y'all? You know why I know some of y'all young people? You know why I know some of y'all young people with your vicious words? And you can't stop me. <laughs> you think you're going to get away with it? I'll still do it. Because <laughs> I was you. I was you. That was me. Now this is me. You have no idea what you sow today. You start to reap in your life. Honor God. Honor your mother and your father. If you don't, you might as well. Cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure. Because it says, if you don't, your life's shortened. Think I'm playing around? And just know that. You're over here paranoid about stuff like, oh, I wash my hands all the time. Are you talking bad to your mama? You talking bad to your papa? You're causing a curse to come on you. It's better to have a discussion, a conversation. If you don't understand something, talk about it. But don't come. 
You're horrible. I wish I was never born. All these things we say, listen to what we're saying. But more than that, we're causing a curse. What's the biggest problem a young person has? You're selfish. You're selfish. No, you don't know me. Now you're selfish. You know why I know you're selfish? Because there was nobody more selfish than me when I was your age. I guarantee that. It breaks my heart. Knowing how selfish I was to a good woman right there and a good dad. I got a lot of making up to do. It touched my heart when my dad told me one time, you did good with your kids, son. Because I wasn't good when I was your age. I was ugly. You think you got game? You ain't know, you don't know what game is. I had game and I could I could spin it around because I had words behind it. I was a master of deception. But God had to come into my life and transform me and break me. You know what it is to be broken by God? You might not, but you will. He starts to hurt things that you never thought anybody could get to. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I was good. But unfortunately, it caused a lot of pain. And unfortunately, my parents saw some of the pain. As I'm in the police office, can you believe that? Can you believe that I'm sitting right there in in front of a detective? Now you think, you guys think you're smooth. And I have the audacity to lie to him. Because I think I can get away with it. And my dad finally has to tell me, you need to tell the truth. You need to be free. And I remember one day I called my dad up. I was crying in my car. We used to have phones. You'd pull this antenna out. (laughs) You could actually go to your car. But it'd be kind of staticky. They weren't cell phones. I called my dad and I'm crying. He's like, what are you, what's your problem? I said, I'm sorry. He's like, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry I lied to you. Because I just felt what it is when someone you love lies to you and it hurts you. I had never felt that before. But you will. Because when God starts to shape and make you, ooh, he's perfect. And some of us might run. You might run. You might run. You might run. Some of us might run to him. Some might run away from him. But he's still God. And it doesn't matter if you run from him. You're still going to encounter him in anything. If we turn here to, I'd like to end with this, brothers and sisters. This is Mark 4, 13. We all know the parable of the sower. 
Well, a lot of us don't know it, but you can read it. In this version right here, we're reading it from Mark, but it's in the Gospels. This is the parable that Jesus tells them. And it says here in, in Mark uh, 4.13, he's already explained why there's parables and, and why he had to speak this way, why he had to speak in, in almost like a, 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 a way that things were hidden to certain people. And I like how he starts to describe this parable in particular. He says, and he said to them, know ye not this parable, verse 13, and how then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately. And take it away the word that was sown in their hearts. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. So this was the seed that fell. Because you read this. Read this before if you're interested in it. If you want to, oh, what's he talking about? I'm talking a little bit ahead of it. But read before. He talks about that there were some seeds that were thrown. And then there's some that fell on the side. Not on the dirt, but on the side of where the dirt was at. And it gives an example right here. It says that the devil, when he sees that. He comes immediately. So guess what? If some things were preached and you couldn't receive it because you got a bad attitude or something's happened to you or you just don't want to see things, then the devil just took it quickly. Because it couldn't even reach where it needed to reach at because of your attitude, because of your thoughts. So the devil just takes it. (laughs) That's one condition of the heart if the heart's not ready to receive it, then the devil just comes and takes it. Aquí es interesante este parábola. Debes leerlo, hermanos. Es, es, porque habla de un, un uh, how does it say it's sower in Spanish? Siguedor? No, siguedor. Huh? El sembrador. Habla de un sembrador que estaba. How do you say seeds again? Estaba tirando. ¿Cómo? Semilla. Estaba tirando la semilla. Y uno, y uno de los semillas llegó en el lado de donde necesitaba estar. Donde estaba la tierra. En el lado de la tierra. Y está dando un ejemplo aquí que a veces la palabra viene y nuestro corazón no está despierto, no está, no está, está tan duro, no está preparado para recibir la semilla. Tenemos excusas, tenemos distracciones. So one condition of the heart right there, the hard heart. And then we keep on reading here, right? Verse 16. And these are they Likewise, which are sown on the stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. So you had some that fell on the side of the dirt. The devil comes and takes it. But then you had some that fell on stony ground, on rock, and they're glad. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. Come on in, Jesus. Come on in. Come on into my house. What would you like to eat? They received the, the word with gladness. But let's keep on reading here, verse 17. 
and have no root in themselves. And so endure, but for a time afterward, when afflictions, when persecution arises, when for the word's sake, not just for their life's sake, for their word's sake, immediately they are offended. Because they had nothing to grow down to, they wither away. I like how it says life wasn't what made them go away. It was God's life in them. It was God's will in them is what made them. It was family telling you things. It was emotional states, distractions. It was you like thinking, I thought things were going to be better in Jesus and not seeing that you have things organized better. How sad is this, brothers and sisters? Like some of us were like really bitter and angry about stuff, can't smile, can't praise Jesus, and yet we have family members here with us? Listen to that. How can we in little things be grateful to God or in big things be grateful to God if we can in the little thing? Some of us, you know, things are happening in our lives Things are preparing themselves. God's already preparing some of this, and our reaction to it is like, meh. And that's why. Because it fell on stony ground. Verse 18. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Verse 19. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Listen to that. The distractions that come in, and there are many, there are many. Don't just be looking for the guy in the dark coat to be at a side of the church saying, hey, come over here. I've got something for you. Nah, they're simple things. They're things that you hold higher than God. What are you holding higher than God? Because that's what's choking God from getting to your heart. The word from getting to your heart. What is it that you have a high esteem that might not be God's will for you? Hermanos, ¿qué palabra aquí como el Señor escondió todo esto? En una historia. Pero lo explica. Pero dice esto aquí. Versículo 20. Verse 20 says here. And these are they which are sown on good ground. Such as hear the word and receive it. And bring forth fruit. Some 30 fold. Some 60. And some 100. Now guess what? If you prepare your heart. If you prepare your heart. If we come to church with preparing our heart. Then it's going to produce fruit. Because that means we're taking away things that can choke it. We're taking away things that can make it not be able to penetrate the dirt. We're eliminating the excuses. And it said right here again, again, 
four categories, four different reactions to the word of God in the heart, four different ones. One, the hard heart. Two, the shallow heart. No depth, no root can grow. Three, the crowded heart. And four, the faithful heart. Where's your heart? It's okay for you to wear under construction. It's okay to say, hey, work in progress. As long as there's progress. <laughs> but can we identify where our heart is? Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? God bless y'all. Just think paramos. God bless the band if they want to come up here. Dios me los bendiga esta mañana, hermanos. Yo sé que eran muchas las palabras, pero necesitamos oír con nuestro corazón, hermanos, con la palabra de Dios, que palabra llega al corazón. Necesitamos ver, dejar nuestro corazón ver lo que es real. Muchas, muchas veces, hermanos, no estamos dejando que la palabra entra Y cambia cosas que necesitan estar cambiadas en nosotros, en nosotros. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where you're at. Again, like this is Friday again, huh? Repeat. Yo no sé dónde, dónde estamos, hermanos, cómo estamos en nuestras vidas, pero yo sé una cosa, que el Señor sabe todas las cosas. Muchas veces nuestras distracciones no los deja ver lo que debemos ver. ¿Qué debemos ver, hermanos? Que el Señor es bueno, primeramente. Pero vienen las distracciones como vienen ahorita. Mira, mira que fácil. Man, to be somebody that can just blur out the distractions. Because they come sometimes in critical moments in our lives. I want to hear from God. I want to talk to God. I want to see his goodness. Why don't we all pass on up and ask the Lord to help us. Help us and guide us in this instability of our hearts. Why don't we ask him, first of all, for our salvation. If this is the first time you're really going to have a conversation with God, it's a conversation of, Introducing yourself. Hey, God, I know you know me, but just to be formal, come and talk with God. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you might need to tell him. Ask for forgiveness. It's okay to talk to your first conversation to God. Say, hey, I'm hurting. It would seem odd to meet somebody for the first time, right, and say, I'm hurting. And they're like, okay. <laughs> but with God, it's not weird. But again, God knows your needs. He knows where anxieties, where your thoughts go. Give it to him today. Give it to him today, amen? I know you've got a lot on you, on you that you don't have to have. Give it to him today. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father. 
We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy, Jesus. We ask, Father, that you just bless us in this moment, Father, that we can receive from you, Jesus, your precious love, your peace, Father, Father, that you offer us, your love and mercy that you've given us, Jesus. I ask right now for strength and an eye-opening in our lives, Lord, that we can just remove the distractions, Father. We want to remove the distractions, Jesus. Help us not to be a distraction for someone else. Help us not to be an anchor for others, Father. We want to help push people towards you, Jesus. Help people get to you, Jesus, not pull them for you, Jesus. I ask that you reveal that works of the enemy, Jesus. If there's distractions trying to pull us from you, I ask that you reveal them to us, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, Jesus. We ask right now, Lord, for your power and your might, your healing power, Jesus. Some of these things can be offensive to many. Some of these things can be, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't understand. You don't know everything. But God, you do know everything. And if they trust you, Jesus, then I ask them to sh- for you to show them, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your grace. I ask, Lord, at this moment right now that they're just communicating with you. Hopefully they're communicating with you, Jesus. Because I ask for two things here, Father. If that communication has started right now in this moment where they're introducing themselves, where they're getting to know you, Jesus, praise the Lord. I ask that you just take them, Father. Take them in on this journey, this journey that you've taken us on, Father. I ask for this, Jesus. But I also ask for this, Jesus. If they've rejected, if they've rejected, Father, this peace, I ask, Father, when the instability is there. I ask when the instability is there, Father, that you remind them why. If it's an annoyance, Father, if it's a thing that follows them the rest of their lives, if they look into the yonder and say, I wonder why I'm where I'm at, that you remind them, God, that the answer was there. Help us, God, to see you clearly. Help us, God, to feel your love and be able to be embraced by you, Jesus. I ask that you bless the families here, that you bless the children here, Father, that you continue to bless all the activities that we have going on here as a church, Lord, but that we understand one thing, Father, that it's all for your honor and your glory. We thank you, Lord. We know that there's brothers and sisters here, there's people here that are getting used to Knowing you, Father, I ask, Lord, that you just continue to get closer and closer to them, Father. But that we understand in this closeness, Lord, that things got to be let go. Remove what needs to be let go, Father. Remove what needs to be taken away, Jesus. Father, we're so grateful for your love. We're so grateful for your mercy. Bless this week. Protect our children in school, Father. Protect us on the road, Jesus. Whatever plans you have for us, Father, illuminate them for us, Lord, so we don't fight against them, Father, but we run to them, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for your love, Father. We thank you for your grace, Jesus. Strengthen our families. Strengthen the men of the church, Father, that they may be able to see their role, their responsibility, Father. I ask that you strengthen the women of the church, that they may be able to see their role and their responsibility Father. How harmonious this can be, Lord, when two are in accordance, Father. The benefactors of the children, if your home is unstable, it's usually in the leadership, Father. You've shown us. 
and you'll break hearts regardless, Father. You can either show us through your word or you're going to show us through life, Jesus. The hardest thing is to see our children suffering because of decisions we make. Father, we come to you. Father, we trust you. We believe in you, Lord, in your love and your mercy. Anybody has questions here, let them come to you, Father. Because you'll always have the answers. We thank you. Te damos gracias, Señor, por tu palabra. Te damos gracias, Señor. A veces, Señor, no entendemos lo que está pasando en nuestras vidas. No entendemos dónde está viniendo todos estos problemas. No entendemos, Señor. ¿Por qué? Porque el corazón no deja entender. Porque es rebelde. Porque es ciego. Pero ahorita en este momento, Señor, estamos pidiendo, Señor, que tocas nuestros corazones. Que cambias nuestras vidas. Tú sabes lo que necesitamos, Señor. Pero queremos ponerte a ti primero de todas las cosas. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We ask that you protect us today, this week, Father. Bless us in everything, Father. And we ask this in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen.